<laughs> Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, spiritual, mystical pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Oh my God, motherfuckers, I'm so excited. This episode <laughs> is about to be probably my favorite episode that we've ever done. Um, and yes, I am being biased because my best friend, my soulmate, Mo DeGreen is joining us today for an interview. I have been hassling <laughs> this busy bitch for months <laughs> to get her on the show. If you don't know who Mo is, let me give you like a super brief rundown. I've known Mo since I was in sixth grade, um, met her at a theater camp, heard her sing, went home and told my mom I met my first opera singer. Um, fun fact, Mo is not an opera singer. Um, and then Mo went home and told her mom, I met my first actor. She's an actor. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, we've been best friends ever since. And then Mo is someone who has really inspired me on not even just my spiritual journey, but my journey to becoming a woman. I had a lot of insecurities about my female body. Oh, sorry. I just punched Kelsey so hard out of like excitement. Um, and so I had like a lot of insecurities growing up and honestly just questions. And um, y'all know I had kind of a hard time in childhood. So Mo was not only like a safe space and a best friend, but in like a lot of ways, like a role model. And even into adulthood, this bitch inspires me on a daily basis. She is the human embodiment of literally everything we talk about here on Awake and Bake. So here we are, my best friend, Mo DeGreen. Everyone say hi to Mo. Hi, Mo. <laughs> Hello, I'm so happy. We're so happy to have you here. Um, we're, I think we're just going to jump into it because we have such a wide variety of topics that we wanted to talk about with you. Yeah. Um, we got some really cool questions. We <laughs> really do. Yeah. And, and I want to start with one that uh, one of our best episodes and like our most popular ones is when we talked about feminine energies, divine feminine, divine masculine. Um, you don't have to do this, but Kelsey and I always like to kind of say like, yeah, right now I would say I'm probably like 40% masculine, 60% feminine, like living in my divine space of that. Do you kind of know, like, do you have a feel for where you are on the energy spectrum, divine, masculine, and feminine? Yeah. You taught me about this actually. Okay. I, I remember the conversation so clearly because I think about it all the time. Um, I think it changes if that's normal, if that's okay to say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I think it changes by the day. I think I live naturally in like a 70% masculine. Yeah. Like, right. Which I would which, agree just based on knowing you. Yeah. Which like sounds like a lot, but it definitely changes. Like some days yeah, I wake absolutely. up. Yeah. Some days I wake up and I have to be like, no, Danielle would tell me to take some time for myself right now. Okay, period. Right. So I feel like those days I like allow myself to get more in touch with my feminine energy, et cetera. But I do feel like I naturally am more like 70% masculine just in the way that I go through life. Sure. Yeah, I would agree. And um, yeah. I think it's good to remind our audience. So in case you guys aren't familiar with that episode, living in your divine masculine is much more of like uh, the hustle energy, business routine, get shit done, um, thriving on that. Thriving on that. Yeah. So the divine masculine loves to provide, it loves to work, it loves to hustle. Um, where, and then the divine feminine is like, loves to, every day is a little bit different, doesn't always have a routine, more flowing and creative. And uh, I would definitely agree, divine masculine, is a very, very driven, business-driven person. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And like on that, like, I know a lot of us want to like escape, like the idea of like a nine to five job. Um, and you kind of did that. How did you manifest that into your reality and find a way to still like live abundantly, like especially in your masculine? Yeah. Like, can you tell our audience like what you do? <laughs> yeah. So I am primarily an actor and then social media manager slash brand specialist. There's like, I, I use a lot of different words to describe myself because I also do like design stuff, videography, photography stuff, like everything under like the social digital world, um, as well as I'm an actor and a singer and I do that professionally too. So basically I wanted to find a way to be able to put my full self into auditioning and acting and singing and doing the thing and that whole audition grind in New York City while still making money because built sure. Right. And I was doing like 17 jobs. Like I was, I was really in the masculine energy and I was really like living in that in a way that wasn't healthy. Like you guys talked about how sometimes it can be toxic for people to be either too much in the feminine divine energy or too much in the masculine, whatever you have to find true to you. And so I'm someone who loves to hustle, but I also you got to create balance. You guys talk about it all the time. I, oh, say I, it again, queen. <laughs> I know that's my word of 2022 <laughs> because it's a struggle. Let me tell you. And I'm finding oh, it. Do you know that, um, we just had a full moon, uh, that's happening. It happened last night. It'll happen for like the next day or two. No, it's, a, it's the full moon in Libra and it's all about balance. So the fact that you just no. said that's your word, like you're that's so it. like, this is what I mean for everyone listening. Like <laughs> Mo is so powerful and like, and she just like exists as this powerful goddess. I'm obsessed. <laughs> like, oh, oh wow. Not know that, but also, I mean, that's, I feel crazy lately too. So like maybe the full moon part of it. So <laughs> yeah, I it does like- that. Yeah, balance is like a constant thing for me. But basically, long story short, I I talk a lot. I'm going to go through a bunch of different things. Please do. But basically, I wanted to find a way um, to be able to audition constantly while doing a job that fulfilled me, that was at least a little creative, included things I liked, um, made me it made me feel like I was actively working towards something and creating something for myself that was still pretty separate from acting. Uh, And I was waitressing at the time and bartending and picking up side jobs after side jobs after side jobs and I really couldn't put my full self into anything because I was spreading myself so thin mm-hmm. so I kind of got to a point where like I'm I'm sure we'll talk about but I got to this point where my social media side hustle my social media and digital side hustle was something that I kind of wanted to take full time and I wanted mm-hmm. to make the be able to just do that as what was sustaining me as a job and then also auditioning and acting and when that could sustain me that's great it's not always going to right but I wanted (laughs) to have something that like I created that would basically pay my bills that I still enjoyed doing so in terms of manifesting it I kind of like truthfully didn't give myself a choice (laughs) I like made a lot of big jumps and I quit my job and like stopped serving and stopped like taking on side hustles and really like put my full self into this business that I had created as a side hustle that I was like, you know what, I'm going to make, make this what I want to make it. Like I've been doing it for that reality. You exactly the way Neville Goddard teach us that teaches us that we have to be as if, or act as if that's exactly what Mo did. That's exactly. I kind of got to a point where I was like, I'm just going to act like I already have it. And then I'm like, yeah. And I had done the work to back it up. So it was like, 
a big mixture of me really working my butt off, but also kind of trusting the process. Yeah. Too. Taking a leap yeah. of faith. <laughs> yeah. Letting myself just like do it. So I, Oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. <laughs> we talk all the time too, about how confidence is like so important on your spiritual journey. So I think that's another thing is like Mo clearly had like the confidence to do this. Like, because like she said, she had already hustled, worked her butt off. So like it's inspired and it's aligned action. And that's something that like, yeah really goes hand in hand and that's what you're so good at like I've always admired that about you like Mo is a boss woman like if she wants something she it's not like a hmm, I would really love to have that it's like all right so I will be doing that next and then <laughs> and then it gets done it's really really cool but I do want to like I want to go into your uh acting career a little bit because a lot of our listeners um I don't know if they watch the show so we're not I don't know if they're aware but you were recently on Impractical Jokers so um, cool so cool what was that experience like and like energetically can you talk about it like did you know something was going on like what just tell us all about it uh no I, I did not know anything was going on <laughs> uh, like at all even a little bit so basically <gasps> it was like true in every in every sense of what the show is like I was punked I had no idea what was happening <laughs> I thought I was going in for, um, like, I forget how they explained it to me. It was like for a production team that needed me to read sides for a separate audition to like help out when they're auditioning actors. And I was like, oh, it'll be good to get to be a part of the production team to make connections, whatever they were paying. They were like, oh, you might, you might be on camera. You might not. It might just be your voice. We might just be using your voice as like a, um, Oh, like for the sides. And then I got a different email that was like, oh, you're actually going to be interviewing people as well. So I really had no idea what I was going, going into. And I don't know what possessed me to be like, yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> I, truly, I truly think back and I'm like, there are so many times that I've been like, oh, this doesn't make sense. I'm not going to do it. Or like, right. this is mm -hmm. right now. But for some reason I really showed up. Your intuition was like, this one is real. Yeah. And I was, I was literally just doing it for connections. Like I was like, if this is like a small, like indie film company or film or TV company, whatever, like that'll be a good connection. Maybe, maybe it'll just be a good paycheck for the day. Okay. So <laughs> then I got there and in terms of energy, I was really chill. Honestly, the whole time I felt very relaxed, very comfortable. Everyone That's there so cool. was so nice. And I sat down, they basically explained what I was going to be doing, which was a little bit different than what I thought was happening. They were like, oh, you're going to be interviewing someone. We're going to give you the questions. You're going to kind of be on camera every once in a while, but it's mostly going to be just your voice. And we're going to bring the person out in a second. So again, I don't know why I didn't question any of it. <laughs> because like, I'm not dumb. I question everything. And I think yet, you were I really just in alignment. Yeah. And it was very professional, obviously, like nothing about it was sketchy. Right. And the, the t like the camera guys were super sweet. The director was super sweet, et cetera. And then I, I mean, what happened happened and he walked out and again, I was so chill. I thought he was just like a local, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you thought this was just some poor struggling man who was like today I'll be an actor <laughs> well like what I thought what I basically thought because he came out in like the crazy outfit right and in my head I was like this is like a local um not celebrity but like local personality yeah like you 
woman of New York City who only wears green. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, like that. I was like, okay, this he's just like doing his thing and he has a niche for himself and go off. Your so little I'm, business mind. I fucking love you. <laughs> and, but also I was like, I grew up around theater. I have the craziest friends. I surround myself with ridiculous people. Sure. So in my head, I was just like, this guy's just ridiculous. And I- Another eccentric person. <laughs> yeah. And so he sat down and they, like, I wasn't even told the interview was starting. I, well, they told me it wasn't starting. They were like, oh, you're going to meet him. We're waiting for the other, the other talent to come in. Oh. And then, yeah, that's what happened. So then Cole Von Cole just started talking to me. And again, I don't, I was like, ah, he's just a jokester. Like he's making- yeah. I, eyes a lot yeah Uh, there was a lot of eye rolling going on I was joking back with him you can't see it on the show obviously because they the way they edited it right Mm -hmm. harsh but he was like I don't know I could tell he was a good guy there was something in him that I was like this is just like yeah that's awesome and yeah like it reminded me of like my dad or like my guy friends that are like sure yeah what was it like after you found out that they were well so he left we talked for like half an hour. He left and the director came up to me and basically was like, you're, you were, have you heard of Impractical Jokers? And I, in the very beginning of it, kind of was like, it, oh, it was around April Fool's. So in the very beginning oh. of it, I was like, oh, I'm being punked by like my boyfriend or my best friend, like I, some of my roommate, like it's gotta be something like that. I am very prankable. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to say I'm gullible, but I'm just like dramatic. <laughs> so, so it's, I'm a perfect person to pull pranks on. You're also jokes. a down ass bitch. So like if, yeah. if that's going weird, like you're like, I guess this is what we're doing now. All right. <laughs> I feel like when I find out that I've been pranked, I give like the stupid dramatic reaction that people want. So I've always been very like prone to people messing with me, I guess. <laughs> Which, but yeah, so there was, there was a moment that I thought that was happening, but anyway, so he, the director came up to me and was like, are you okay? Like, how was that? Whatever. And I was like, it was fine. And they were like, is he like, was he okay? Like, was, are, are, how are you feeling? And I was like, no, he seemed really nice. And Wait. the director looked like I was crazy. Because the director was like, nice. Oh my like, God. Like he insulted me. He made fun of me. He, he did, did all he the- did. You can see yeah. it in the episode, y'all. It's hilarious. Yeah. We'll have to share the YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, we'll share that throughout our week during yeah. it um on Instagram. He was like fully insulting me, but again, I am surrounded by ridiculous people. So I was just like, no, it's it's a part of the bit. It's all yeah. for the bit. Um, and then the director was kind of like, Oh, well, have you heard of impractical jokers? And then I was like, Oh my god, am I on it? And that's <laughs> Yeah. So then I, you called me. Yes. Cause I was like, what is going on? And I also was like, I don't watch the show. I have seen episodes of the show, Yeah. but I actively watch it. So I was like, I have to talk to someone who would know the show. And I called you and I like, I called my boyfriend and it, it was just crazy. It was was awesome. That's such a cool, like thing to have happen. (laughs) Like that's such a, Yeah, it is a great fun fact. And I wish I could be like, oh, this was a part of my acting career. Like I I memorized this script. I was right. hysterical. 
Like I was, a, I was in on it and I simply was not. It gives, it gives more credit to your beautiful personality because they were like, yeah, naturally this, this is the one we're going with. This is the take. <laughs> it, I knew too. I, after I left, cause I remember talking, um, to someone and I was like, oh, I might not even be on it. Like they might not use it. Right. And I remember like, nah, they're definitely going to use all that. Yeah. <laughs> like talked for so long. <laughs> Wow. So you clearly like brought a lot of incredible opportunity into your life and stuff. And I know you said earlier that balance is important to you and like life is life. So how do you like keep yourself up when things aren't feeling great? How do you Um, keep the gratitude? (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, balance is hard enough, like when you're doing well. So when you're not, it's obviously even harder. I... I mean, something I mentioned earlier that kind of helps me get through is like, I'm a big believer in trusting, trusting what you're doing and that everything is going to work out if you work for it. So mm-hmm. instead of just the idea of like, oh, everything's going to be okay. I, I absolutely believe in that idea. I think like you need to trust the process. You need to think like you need to trust the universe. Everything's, everything happens for a reason, but you also still have to put in the work. Like everything is not happening for a reason in great ways that you want if you're not also putting yourself fully into it absolutely it's it's called yeah. aligned action <laughs> exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so in terms of like when it's harder to find balance or when things aren't going my way I try to really focus on what I want and what are my goals and it like you're saying aligned action I really try to like keep myself focused on the certain things that I want and the things that bring me joy too in what I do very important and letting that fuel me because as I said, like I'm someone that spreads myself very thin Mm -hmm. and that's been a huge part of my professional journey, but also just my journey as a human being Mm -hmm. is figuring out that like, if you're spreading yourself thin, you're not giving a hundred percent of yourself to anything. Absolutely. Yeah. So when I'm not doing as well, or when things aren't going my way and I'm trying to find balance, I have to remind myself that like, I cannot be in a million places at once. I cannot be the person that does everything. None of us can. And honestly, the feminine energy that we were talking about, I have to tap into that a little bit more and remind myself that because otherwise I'll go insane. I'll go crazy. It's hard to remember sometimes that you can't fill an like another cup if your cup's empty. Like you have to, you cannot help others. You cannot do more if you're not there. But like when you're someone who's like functions or like thrives on being busy and helping others and doing things, it's very hard to remember that like, oh, yeah, get back. <laughs> it's like one thing at a time. It's, yeah. It, I really have to look at myself and be like, hey, this is what you're doing today. You're focusing on this. The rest of it will come tomorrow. You have Staying to in the present. Oh, exactly. And going a little bit deeper with that. Um, we're very open on our channel and on our show about mental health. Um, and just about like how everyone experiences it. Is there any way that you would be willing to speak about like how the past couple of years with quarantine and everything, how has that affected you? What has it taught you? Like, are there any life-changing epiphanies you've had, um, especially when it comes to mental health and like in this world we're living in now of uncertainty? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, it was hard for everyone, right? Like nothing about the past two years was easy or normal in any sense. I think I'm a completely different person than I was two years ago um, for a multitude, multitude of reasons, but one of which 
is that I feel like I allow myself to take things a little less seriously now because there is so much going on around us. And if we're consistently, constantly taking everything, taking everything so seriously and letting it kind of letting it affect us and letting it hurt us and letting Mm -hmm. it bring us down, especially with the state of the world right now, like there's, there's no coming back from that. Our, our heart can only take so much. So obviously the important things we need to take seriously, obviously the pandemic, obviously there are so many things we need to really be like that do hold a lot of weight, Yeah. but the small things are not as important. You know, I went through a really hard time in quarantine because I was graduating as a musical theater major. I was graduating yeah. from theater and suddenly that didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> and so in my head, I was like, what was, what's the point of anything? What's yeah, I mean, you spent so much money and so many years studying that just for when you're right, right about to graduate, then yeah. it, it shuts down. Exactly. And to then like be graduating in my childhood home felt- <laughs> Oh my gosh hard and I felt like all this stuff I had worked for all this momentum I created for myself really felt pointless and so when I was going through that I was obviously taking everything really hard and kind of overthinking about everything letting everything affect me and as I kind of pulled myself out of that hole with the help of like the amazing people around me. Like I was with my family the whole time. They're incredible. My mentors, my friends, you, Danielle, like, and like with the people around me that support me, I eventually was able to pull myself out of it. And looking back now, I think I'm able because of that time to really put things in perspective every day. Nice. Oh, Ooh, I got yeah. goosebumps and my nipples just got hard. That's exactly, <laughs> that is such a good point. Like when shit gets a little bit, um, for me this morning, I had kind of like a chaotic morning and it's like, <laughs> over what? I was stressing over mic complications, like with our microphone. And it's like, yeah, okay, bitch. Like, meanwhile, like you're alive and you have a podcast and you have a working microphone, <laughs> chill the fuck out. <laughs> right. Right. And it's like, it, it's so hard because at the end of the day, all those problems you're going through, as small as they are when looking back, they do matter to you in the moment so much. But being able to really be like, especially with acting and theater, because it went away for so long and it was something I cared about so much and something I I held so much weight with and something that I was really hard on myself with. As it came back, I was kind of able to be like, listen, w- one step at a time. Like I said mm-hmm. before, like I can't let myself get heartbroken over anything that goes wrong with theater, with my business, with anything. I just can't take everything so seriously, even with, you know, stuff that we all go through with family, with friends, with relationships, with anything, you, you have to take everything with a grain of salt because there's so much going on. If you take everything to heart all of the time, you're just going to weigh yourself down. And that's And that's a very like, let go of what doesn't serve you. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Letting go of what doesn't serve you and, and focusing on the things that do. Yes. Oh my gosh. 100%. She's just like, she could easily run this podcast, right? Okay. So now something a little bit more fun. You've done so many incredible things in your life. What is like one of the projects that you've been a part of? One of the things you've done that you're like most proud of, like, what is something that you can look back on and be like, that is, that was an awesome moment, Mo. Um, with theater or with? With anything, anything. like in life, like what you is- can do, you can name a couple if you like, right. like, or like, oh, there's one in each category. Like, 
You've done a lot in so many different you, yeah. categories. Like, so what is like? We just want to know what's what's some of your proudest moments. Yeah. Um. So with theater, with theater, I was a junior year of college. I was a part of a show called Orlando that was really really special to me because it felt like I was creating art with an incredible team of people. That uh, I got it, to see it, Orlando. He did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't necessarily feel like I was, you know just putting on a play it felt like I was like actually playing every night so that theatrically is something I still think about even yeah. the theatrical the theatrical experiences since then I still go back to that experience and it reminds me why I do it mm-hmm. um getting to watch two of my mentors create a like musical theater studio in the middle of a pandemic and really like open their arms to all of these young artists that were so lost at the time and open this new studio in the midst of the craziest time. That's something I feel very proud to have been a part of, to be a small part of and to watch happen. And I now do their social media as well. So I kind of got to be alongside of them for a lot of the journey of them opening their studio space. And that's something I'm proud of, but also it it excites me every time I think about it because it everything I do. I do their social media and their marketing. So when I see something go really well with their page, I'm not only reminded, oh, cool, I'm good at this job. I'm reminded that this is a theatrical experience and this is a like theatrical studio that does something I believe in. So I'm not only just doing social media for a business, I'm doing social media and my personal business for something I truly believe in. So being a part of that is really, really special to me. Um, it's connected to a bigger picture as well too. Like it's involved yeah. in, it inspires the youth. Like you guys wouldn't believe, even though I'm not doing musical theater, theater anymore, anymore, this program and, uh, these people that we're talking about, um, I, there's no way that I would have been able to get through my high school experience if I didn't have these mentors in my life. And so they're creating not only like a place for kids to feel creative and like to feel like they have a place to do the thing they love but it's a safe space these people make you feel so safe and like family and like you're a part of that that's insane like that's such a good feeling and I feel very lucky to have gotten to watch I mean it was a huge part of bringing me out of my sump during quarantine I feel very lucky to have seen them open the studio and to have brainstormed with them like how they were going to start you know letting people in for classes we made a safety video that I helped like I wrote the script for and helped mm-hmm. work on the video that was like silly and ridiculous in a time where everything felt very serious. Yeah. So getting to be a part of that was really amazing. And now like just being a small part of that studio in general, now from a social media standpoint too, really feels full circle because it's not only doing the business I created for myself, but getting to use the business I created for myself to help a nonprofit organization that is a, a huge part of who I am. Absolutely. I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I would say that's definitely one of like, even though it's not necessarily my project or, you know, yeah. it's, I was just a small part of that journey, but getting to do that. And then that thrusting me into my social media work and that business has been so incredible, especially as an actor, getting to watch them continue and grow as the, you know, as this pandemic has continued and getting to slowly see acting coming back from an artist side and from a business perspective with their business, um, Mm -hmm. with marketing, it's, it's just been cool. It feels very intertwined in absolutely everything I love. And it is 100% the most fulfilling thing that I like 
piece of business that I do. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, we say all the time to you guys who are listening, like you are in alignment when you are living and doing what you love. Um, and Mo, since you were saying like, this wasn't your original project, is there like a passion project of yours or any project at all that you're working on that you hope to accomplish soon? Like what's a goal, like a dream? Yeah. Like a, well, I, I have a lot, I have a lot of dreams. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, I think, well, I want to definitely continue to level up in like everything I do, basically. That's As my, yeah, that's like an overarching goal with my business, with theater, with everything. I want to continue with theater, continue auditioning, continue to hone my craft. And I want to be a working actor. I want to continue to do shows. I am like booked for this whole summer. And that feels so good to be able yeah. to do that mm-hmm. while also running my business. So to continue to do that is a dream. And eventually like, you know, wherever that leads would be awesome. I think um, it's really beautiful that the answer, your answer to that question was that you're like excited for each piece of it. Not like you didn't say like to be a million dollar actor. Like you were like, I'm excited for the journey. And that's really yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. And with my business, it's kind of the same thing. I feel so lucky to have figured this out and to have created this for myself. And it takes a lot of hard work, but I want it to continue to grow. And as I continue to work with new clients, I know I'm going to get to a point where we've talked about this, Danielle, where I need to kind of step back and be more of like a, I don't want to say CEO, but like be more of like, okay, this is my company and I have people working with me or helping me or doing some people do the design aspect. Some people do the photography aspect. Yeah. You're going to need an assistant sooner rather than later for sure. I want to build more of a team and I want to continue to grow this business I've created so that I'm able to, you know, run this and help other people also. Like I want to employ people that also are artists and creative want to do what I do. Um, and really just keep growing that. That's definitely a dream to be able to step back from like, what I actually do every day and, you know, run the business and do my own thing on the side and kind of like create this life that I dream about and to be happy. That's a dream always like, of course, to do all of it while being happy and fulfilled. <laughs> You're such an entrepreneur. I absolutely love it. <laughs> aren't we, I, aren't we all, we're just like some boss entrepreneurial women. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I say all the time, I'm like, I'm making this up as I go along. And it's gone okay so far. So that's all I can for that. I feel like that's what we're all doing. Um, Before we wrap up, is there anything coming up that you want to share with our listeners? Is there anything that you would like to promote or like, you know, put out there just to get some more attention toward it? You're booked all summer. Or some good vibes from our listeners, like anything that you want to put out there so that our community can like keep sending you the good energy. Uh, Well, I, I think we all need to trust ourselves a little bit more. So I don't want to, I was going to say like, oh, send trust to me so that I can continue to trust the process. But I was like, I also want to send that to everyone else. I want everyone to trust that and to feel like they can create something for, the, something for themselves and a life that they love without, you know, getting bogged down with starting because you should always just start. You should just trust the process and you should start and you should work for it rather than like overthinking it all. Yes. Um, that was a complete side note. No, uh, no, I loved it. I loved it because you're a social media girl. Like I, I'm the, so 
Mo and I both like are content creators, obviously, and like love to like do the behind the scenes work of the creating the post. And I was telling my husband just became a Twitch streamer recently. So, um, yeah, so he had to make like his like new social media and a whole new like persona and everything. And I was telling him he was really like tweaking about creating this TikTok. And he was just like, he had worked on it like for so long. And I was like, baby, baby, this is great. Posted is better than perfect. Like just, yes, just post, like be consistent and you'll learn as you go. Yeah, truthfully. I, I mean, in terms of like putting things out there, if you need social media help, if you need marketing help or branding help, contact your girl. (laughs) And Um, you're in New York and New Jersey based, right? Yeah, I'm New York and New Jersey based, but I work with clients all over. So we Oh, fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I work with clients all over and I also do coachings a lot too. Um, Perfect. On a full-time social media manager or something, I can like talk for an hour, et cetera. Um, And then also just go, go support freelancers and art and small businesses and everyone like just go support people that are really one of your favorite small businesses, Mo. Um, awaken bake. Awaken bake. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on this episode, Mo. This oh, was awesome. It. I felt like. Yeah. I. I feel like I knew all of these answers, but hearing you say them back, I was learning at the same time. I was like, Oh my god, everything's connected. When you put the practice into <laughs> into practice, it works. Like, <laughs> it was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on. I love both of you so much. We love you. This has been great. It's been. I mean. It's I've gotten to know a lot about you through this. So this has been amazing for me. It's been a lot of new information and you're even like cooler and more inspiring than I ever thought. Like you are so fucking cool. Yeah, you are, <laughs> bitch. We're going to have all of Mo's social media um, linked this week on our podcast and on our social or on our Instagram. So you can go ahead if you want to follow her on Instagram. If you want to go to her website, we will have all of that available there. And we will definitely share the impo- uh, impossible jokers. Oh, in fact, we have to share that. It's oh my so God. Funny. It was all right you guys thank you so much for listening this was an amazing episode and as always stay high bye bye